Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's the motherfucking nerd back again, and today I'm happy because I'm not talking about wrestling. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Today is a good mother effing day. Wednesday, May 8th, 2019, people. Can you believe it? It's fucking May already, man. We're in the fifth month of the year. So you got seven more to go, and we're basically moving into, like, all right, Christmas is coming again. But this year, I'll be prepared for it because I paid off some things. I got some cards paid off. Going to have my last one paid off, maybe get a new car by then. I'm going to be ready to roll. And, um, yeah, today was a pretty stressful day at work. Like, the big bosses all came in. And, yeah, we're doing really good right now. They dropped off our uh, our, our prize for being number one in the area. And uh, it's just, I don't know, I get so stressed out over shit. I'm just horrible with, with, like, social anxiety and talking to people in general. That I was really stressed out, even though we're doing good. There's really nothing bad you could say. But um, they came in, and uh, they kind of left me alone for the most part. I can't try to make myself, you know, involved with the conversation and things like that. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just feel really awkward. And I feel like the weight of the world's off me right now. So I decided to hop in the sauna and record a podcast, baby. I'm ready, man. Oh, today my uh, my, my old lady in there, she got a new tattoo. She got the Harley Quinn diamonds. Looks like, uh, I mean, it's a really cool design. I got I got a little drunk ski on Saturday. And uh, so I, I told, no, no, I think it was Sunday. No, yeah, it was Sunday or Saturday. I don't remember. But anyway, I was I was texting my uh, buddy who owns a tattoo shop down here in Myrtle Beach. Elite Inc. Tattoos, very very good people. If you uh, if you ever need a tattoo, go see Bobby Lance. He's a good guy. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, she she went there. She got the tattoo done, and it looks like it's it's Harley Quinn diamonds, like the black and the red diamonds. You know, if you know Harley Quinn as you know about her diamonds, and it's like it's like it looks like a razor blade, like somebody scratched repeatedly into her arm, in the shape of a diamond, and it's colored black, red, and and uh and black and it's really freaking cool looking i like it a lot it's more of a female tattoo so i wouldn't get it as a man but then she got it like on her uh her like wrist area i guess really cool i i freaking like it man it came out really nice maybe maybe we'll use it as a podcast podcast picture or something like that so you can see the tattoo but yeah it's freaking awesome and that's her mother's day gift and i've been promising this tattoo for a couple of years now so i'm very happy that she finally got it and uh, I couldn't be there, unfortunately, because I had to work today and I couldn't get out of it. But anyway, you know, she got the tattoo done and that's really all that matters. My buddy took care of her. So um, if you guys are ever in the Myrtle Beach area, uh, go to Elite Ink Tattoos. They do a lot of good work over there. They're very clean. They uh, they pull, you know, needles out in front of you and they, they like, everything's very transparent. Everything's done in front of you. Uh, one of the highest rated places. Um, very clean atmosphere uh they just actually built a brand new freaking tattoo shop that's the size of a fucking football field uh but yeah it's it's really cool and uh yeah i definitely recommend and tell them tell them the voices of misery sent you they'll know exactly who i am trust me <laughs> they're cool guys when it's nice to have a good relationship with the with one of the best businesses in town so there you go check them out great endorsement today's episode is going to be about wrestling no i'm just joking i fucking hate it uh, i'm not going to talk about that again and and i do apologize for yesterday's podcast that's why i'm doing another one so soon i'm not a big fan of wrestling anymore and uh i'll, I'll never ever talk about it again unless it's like a major pay-per-view and i do it with the with the wife so we can kind of bounce each other you know bounce off of each other and uh keep it entertaining you know the way we talk to each other and the way we play around is, is like the way we are in real life so we don't want to you know, do any more boring solo podcasts that have to do anything with wrestling. I'm just over it. And yeah, that's about all I'm going to talk about anymore. But the big pay-per-views we will do, we'll probably do Money in the Bank because that's the big pay-per-view in our eyes. It was one of our favorite ones. So we, we may do our predictions for that, but we're not going to really waste too much time talking about wrestling anymore. It's just not our thing. 
Uh, but yeah, today's about sexual fetishes. Everyone's got their fucking kinks out there, man. Some of you people are weirder than fucking others, man. I'm not talking about people that like like feet or anything like that. I, I did some research and I found some really fucking weird ones out there, man. And you know, the thing is, is like once a person's wired a certain way, I mean, you can't you you can't dictate what you're what you're sexually attracted to. I'm pretty sure, like, if you watch something enough, like, like if I watch nothing but midget porn and I didn't have a thing for midgets, I may develop a thing for midgets. There are some things that are just hardwired into your DNA that make you a sick fuck or make you normal or just make you a prude. Some people out there, they just, they're, they're like mutes. They don't have any sexual desire for anything. And when they look at something, they may not see anything at all. But other people, they may look at like dogs or cats or anything like that. And they'll fucking get attracted. And like people are into bestiality. People are into weird shit. Some people look at little kids and they get excited. Like pe- pedophiles. It's, it's just, you know, it's just what they're attracted to. And on like a less weird fucking note, some people, like some black guys are attracted to white chicks. Some white chicks are attracted to Asian men. And some Indian men are attracted to fucking Brazilian women. Or big butts and small butts and big tits and big dicks and little dicks and big clits and butts and assholes and shit fetishes piss vomit there's all sorts of shit especially if you go on the internet man you could see anything people just like what the fuck they like and the internet's a big booming business for porno obviously i mean there's billions and billions of dollars spent every couple of months on on porn which is weird because it's fucking free i've never bought porn in my life i just fucking watch it for free on the internet like any regular person would now I'm not going to sit there and bash you on these fetishes without, you know, saying a few of mine, I guess. I'm going to go ahead and open up to you people here. I'm not into any weird shit, obviously. I'm, 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 I'm a normal human being. I, uh, I, I love women. Only women. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have a preference for race as long as a girl's pretty. I just like pretty girls. You, you know what my, my fetish is, actually? Smell. A woman has to smell good. And I don't know if that's really a fetish or just a preference. So I, I'm kind of blurry on that whole thing. I guess a fetish would be if I liked a certain scent, like if a woman smelled like a pina colada mix or some shit, you know? But for me, it's just a woman has to smell good. There's a certain scent out there. I don't know what the hell it is, but I smell it from time to time. And I find it like a really sexy smell. And it's it's so hard to pinpoint. But there was a woman I used to date years and years ago. She had it. But it's not because of her that I, I, I think about it. It's just like she used it. But I, I smelled it before then, and she had it. I, maybe that's what made me attracted to her years and years ago. And it's like one of those rare scents that I, I never smell it. I, she, she had it a few times, and I didn't smell it for years and years after, you know, I stopped talking to the bimbo. But then, like, I smelled it somewhere else, and I was, like, in a supermarket or something. I'm like, holy shit, and I knew the smell immediately. It's that whatever it was that I smelled years and years and years and years and years ago. I, I must have been, like, 13, 14 years old. Something about, something about that scent is like a perfume or something that, that like, certain women wear. And I, I don't smell, I haven't smelled it again in a while, but I know if I smelled it, that would be the scent that like fucking wakes me up, I guess. So maybe, maybe it's not a fetish. I like a good smelling woman, but maybe that scent is my fetish. I, I don't know what the fuck it is. I'll, I, maybe one day if I smell it again, I'm going to like tackle the person who fucking has it on and be like, what is this shit, you bitch? Or find out, you know, just so I can, I can have, have her buy it. My uh, podcast host and significant other. Because I, I just don't know what it is. And like, it's not something I smelled. Like I maybe smelled it like five or six times in my life. But it's just such a nice, pleasant smell. It just, like, awoke all my senses in me. I don't know what the fuck it is. Some aphrodisiac or some shit. Who knows? But, yeah, like, that's really about it, man. I mean, I just like, you know, like, like I, I, I'm not weird like that. I, I just like pretty women that smell nice and take care of themselves, clean. Um, don't really have, like, a body size preference, obviously. I mean, of course, you like a girl who's 
proportion, a little meaty, you know, nice big bubble ass on her. Some, I don't really care about tits too much. If you see a big pair of tits, it's like weird because like you see a girl with huge tits and it's more like you're seeing like a fucking like a like, like a rare movie car that you only see in the movies. Like down here, we see the Dukes of Hazard car once in a while, or Back to the Future, Ghostbusters, uh, Scooby Doo van drives around here in uh, the Myrtle Beach a lot. And you see it, you're like, holy shit, that's fucking rare as shit. That's awesome. Really cool. And you might want to take a picture with it. But you don't really want to take it home. It's just really cool to see. That's how I see a pair of big old titties, man. You see some big old jumbo jigglers, and you're like, wow, holy shit. But then you keep it moving. You don't really, you know, stop and stare or anything unless they're like fucking. Like out in the out in the open, you know, you see them clothed most of the time. Not many chicks walk around with their tits bouncing like bras and shit, you know. But like, I, I guess I just like them a little thicker, you know. Just, I mean, that's just, I mean, like childbearing hips and shit. You see a woman childbearing hips, you, I don't know, it's something that goes back to like the cavemen inside of us all, you know. Like, man, she can give she give birth, strong child. I want that one, you know, or something. I don't know if it's just something that's ingrained in our fucking DNA from this years and years of. Uh, just adapting and seeing something that, I don't know, it's just weird, but anyway, let me get off of that shit, enough about me, all right, even though the podcast is a solo podcast that I host, I'm not going to talk about myself much more, but, uh, oh yeah, quick update here, I got a quick update on the, uh, the couch podcast we're going to be doing with the other guys here, um, yeah, this guy's got a really, really stinky schedule, apparently, um, he works retail, uh, so his schedule's a little weird, so he can't do a Friday or Saturday. He's working on seeing if his guy's free, and that's just a little update on that. We are going to do this show. We just got to come up with a time and date. We've been in constant contact about it, been talking about it, you know, and just trying to come up with something. So eventually we'll get something going together. Maybe, maybe the next week, because I do get a day off during a week, so sometimes we'll, I get it. So we'll, we'll see what goes on there. Um, what the hell else was I going to say? Here, I was going to say something else. Oh, yeah, um, I got a, I have a, a commercial I'm going to be playing on some of these shows soon coming up. I'm just waiting for the guy. He's actually a he's actually a professional wrestler. He promotes a, a product out there, and I'm going to be promoting it because I think he's a good guy. And yeah, like we've we've emailed back and forth a few times, and he's very busy right now. But he is going to record a new commercial and send it over to me. And I'm going to be running that throughout this podcast, you know, and just maybe like just once in the beginning, or maybe throw it on at the end. Yeah, he's a really good guy, and I can't wait to, uh, you know, throw it out there. It's going to be our first sponsor. It's going to be freaking awesome, man. Hopefully this guy can help me lose some more weight. I actually took a picture this morning on the scale, and I'm at, uh, with clothes on, I am at 197. Without clothes, 190 even. So I wear seven pounds of fucking clothes, apparently, because my pants are ginormous. Plus, I had shit in my pockets. I had, like, two cell phones in my pockets, some hand sanitizer, my wallet, shoes on. Uh, two t-shirts because for some reason I still feel like super fat so I put a t-shirt on underneath like a like a work shirt so I guess that's not too abnormal because when you wear a work shirt it you sweat you don't want to you know sweat through your shirt and look like shit so it's just something I do I don't wear t-shirts under t-shirts anymore so that is an improvement from losing all the weight I feel more um like comfortable wearing just a t-shirt now by itself so i don't have to wear a t-shirt under a t-shirt like i used to like like it was like a girdle or some shit you know like that's just the way i felt but anyway i've been rambling a lot about some dumb shit that you guys probably don't care about how was your week by the way good all right so what did you do what made it so unique hmm okay interesting all right well thanks for sharing all right so anyway some of these I'm not going to be able to pronounce because they're fucking, like, long as shit, man. I mean, these are just, like, really long fucking fetishes. I'm going to give a little comment on each one just to see, like, how I can see that making any kind of sense. There's one called Ursus 
agalmatophilia. Ursus agalmatophilia. Okay, anyway, it's a really long one. You can probably sound it out, uh, rewind the podcast to that moment where I said it, and then look it up yourself. It's an attraction to teddy bears, okay? Now, I can kind of relate to this one. When you're a kid, maybe, like, you hug your teddy bear or some shit, you know? You may give it a kiss goodnight. When you start drilling holes in the bottom of it and fucking it, or, or, you know, 69 with your teddy bear, that's when it gets a little fucking odd, man. Teddy bears are cute as hell. We all can't deny that. I used to have one called uh, Snuggles. Remember from the old Snuggles um, detergent or whatever the fuck it was? It, it was the actual Snuggles bear. It was cute. Uh, they had two. They had a brown one, and they had one that was like a lavender color with like a white belly. My sister had the one with the white belly, and it was lavender, and I had the brown one. And uh, I used to cuddle up the Snuggles every night. It was cute as hell. I used to squeeze them and shit and sleep with them. Not, you know, not sleep with them, sleep with them, but sleep with them as a kid would, you know? I, I just don't understand it. I mean, uh, I, I, I did do a little research on it and, like, how far people go with their attraction, and they do fuck their teddy bears. They drill a hole, and they fuck it. So, um, it's just, it's just weird. I mean, I, I don't understand, like, their fucking bed must, must look like a fucking eight-year-old, you know? You must have teddy bears all over the place, so it's just fucking weird. And I guess maybe because the teddy bear is kind of like an animate object, it's got arms and legs and a face, maybe that's where, like, the lines get blurred with these people. Maybe they never grow up, or maybe it's just, like, an innocent thing that doesn't turn sexual. It's fucking weird, man. And here's another one. Uh, number two on my list is... Catherophilia. Yeah. And it involves a catheter. This is an attraction to the use of catheters. Now, we all know what a catheter is, obviously. And this one actually does make 100% sense to me. There's actually something called sounding that a lot of these fucking weird men do that I did some research on. And what it is, is you insert a tube, which they call a sound. And there's different sizes of the sound. You take it, you shove it down your dick hole, and it's supposed to feel amazing. Now, shoving something in your dick hole has many uh, things that can go wrong. So what happens is, let's say if this thing's got some kind of fungus or bacteria on it, you're shoving it straight into your dick hole. So it's basically like taking AIDS and shoving it right into your fucking heart because you're, you're fucking yourself up. And when your dick gets infected, you, I mean, you got to be really clean with this nasty shit. You, you, you just got to make sure your dick doesn't get gangrene and fall off, all right? I mean, the only way I would even attempt to try this is if it fucking had a side effect that fucking... May, that, that if it felt like an orgasm the entire time, maybe I would give it a shot. Who knows? It's just weird, though, because, like, you think it would because, I mean, when you have an orgasm, you know, you for, for women out there, we get a lot of women listeners. I'm going to describe to you what the male orgasm feels like, okay? So you're sitting there, you know, you're masturbating, you're masturbating, and all of a sudden you're like, and all of a sudden you get that, oh, shit, here it comes. It's like it feels like it, like, it feels really good, obviously, you know, and, and then all of a sudden, you start shooting your 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 juicy jism all over the place, you know. Now, what causes that is there's little nerve endings inside your urethra where you piss from as a, as a man, and uh, you know piss is really liquidy and sperm is, is is thicker, you know. It's like a thicker consistency. Now, when that thicker consistency hits the nerve endings in the urethra, it's 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 it, it triggers them because it's like you could feel it going out, and it triggers the nerve endings and they're sensitive, and it feels great going out. Now, when you piss, it feels good sometimes, but, I mean, it's it's not the same, obviously. So I'm guessing people put those sounds in there to hit those nerve endings and stimulate the feeling of an orgasm without actually giving yourself an orgasm by rubbing yourself. So, I mean, I sound like a fucking, like a, like a meathead, dumb fuck doctor right now, don't I? But anyway, I mean, that's exactly what that's all about. So, yeah, I mean, 
I, I guess I understand this one. I mean, this is uh, this is one I'm probably on board with right here. I would give it an A+. Plus. If I wasn't such a pussy, I'd probably try it myself, man. But I just don't want to fucking go down that route, dude. To me, it just sounds really fucked up. I'm not going to do it. Next up on the list is mucophilia. This is the attraction to mucus. <laughs> sneezing me, baby. Sneezing me. <laughs> you put your nose in her fucking asshole and you just go, hachoo! And fucking there you go. It's getting her off, you know? Now, this one's weird. This is basically what people do. Uh, they, they, they blow snot rockets on each other, basically, and they rub it all over themselves. They like to be sneezed on. They like to sneeze on others. Uh, they do a thing where, like, they tongue each other's noses and shit. Uh, they, they just make out with each other's nose. They just love the taste of mucus. Now, sometimes when I sneeze and I got, like, a slight cold or sinuses or something like that, there's, like, an aftertaste in the back of your throat that's like, mm, yeah, all right, it's not terrible. You know, it's just weird. Like I always describe it to my old lady because I, I sneeze really hard. So, I mean, if there was like some hot chick out there that had a fucking attraction to mucus, man, they would, they would love my sneezes because I fucking have some atomic sneezes. I can't even cover my nose because I feel like my chest is going to explode when it comes out. It's that fucking strong, you know, like hop, boom, like a fucking atom bomb coming out of my nose. But anyway, it's like there's like a, like a small like smell or taste in the back of your throat. I'm like, oh, all right, it's not too bad. I don't know what the hell it is, but it's like a germy thing but it's, it's not terrible it's like a weird fucking thing anyway maybe i have this fucking uh, mucophilia then I, I just never knew it who knows but yeah it's, it's fucking disgusting this is some filthy shit i can imagine these people walk around with chronic fucking like sinuses and allergies all day long because they're fucking sneezing and colds and flus and shit all you're doing is spreading germs that's just disgusting man i mean i i don't understand this at all and you know, like you go to a fucking uh like, like, like a bar and you're like, uh, like check out the girl's nose. You have any fucking boogers are in her nose? You know how like you give someone that courtesy, like, Hey man, you like rub your nose, the signal that they have a booger in their nose. May, like maybe they just like start licking their face when they see one, like licking their lips or whatever, when they see a snot in someone else's nose at the bar and that makes them want to bring them home, no matter how ugly the bitch is, you know, weird. I don't get that one. Next one is dendrophilia. I, you know, when I was reading the name before I even like got into this article, I was like, wow, this one may be like like a dandruff fetish or something like that. Cause dendro was thinking like a play off the word, but no, it's an attraction to trees. And this one is something I do know a little bit about. Um, there was a article a while back with some guy who was in Korea and what he was doing was like drilling holes in a tree and he married it. He, he would fuck this tree. So he drilled like a tiny little hole because he's Asian and uh, or Korean. I'm sorry. And he was like fucking it. He would go out there and drop his pants and just fuck this tree. And he would have sex with it. Like, legitimate orgasms inside this tree and i guess they had and 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 ladies and gentlemen that's how groot was born i'm just gonna leave it at that hopefully someone got a chuckle out of that one uh we're gonna i i, I don't get that one at all but i mean like just the, the, the splinters fucking uh fucking what the fuck are they um those like wood eating ants coming out fucking eating your dick yeah, I, I, I just wouldn't know. No way. What if there was like a fucking, like a raccoon living inside that tree and just fucking just scraped your little dick off while you're fucking the tree, you know? Like, what the fuck is this shit? You know, like, you know, dinner, whatever. Okay, this is another one I know a lot about. Uh, this is autonpiophilia. This one is a pleasure from dressing like or pretending to be a baby. I do know a lot about this one. This is one where basically people dress up. They put like bibs on. Uh, they put diapers on. Nor- mostly it's a man doing it too, which is fucking weird. Uh, and maybe this goes back to our sense of needing, or, 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 or you know, needing to be taken care of. People that love their mothers, you know, like mama's boys probably like this one a lot. Where like they basically like to be taken care of. They'll wear like a bonnet 
uh, fucking um, pacifier in their mouths. They'll, the, the, their wives will talk to them like a baby, walk them around, and, uh, you know, just, like, treat them like, like a baby. They'll feed them out of a bottle and shit, breastfeed them, and then they'll do sexual shit, like sit in their face and do all sorts of weird crap. Now, some people like to do it. I mean, it's 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 kind of like a weird way of cosplaying. And um, as long as this is not something you do outside in public, I, I'm fine with this one. I, I get it, you know. I get it from a weird standpoint of like, okay, you just got some weird fetish. As long as you're not attracted to babies themselves, then I guess go for it. Knock yourselves out, you fucking weirdos. Um, next one I totally get too. So maybe these aren't so weird. I, I, I get more of them than I don't. Or maybe I'm just fucking weird. Who knows? This one is called... Gerontophilia, and this one is an interest in elderly sexual partners. Now, it, it depends how elderly. I mean, this one right here is a little open-ended. Is there an age gap here? Like, if I'm 20, do I like 50-year-old girls, or do I like 80-year-old girls? I mean, there's a picture of a very old person, probably in her 80s, but I, I don't know how elderly they are. Like, elderly can be. I mean, it's kind of like your own perception of what elderly is. Like me, I was always attracted to older women. When I was, I mean, like now I am the older person. I'm 36. Really not much older. I mean, like the oldest I'd probably go was like 60, I guess. I mean, but because some of these women out there, probably like Jane Seymour is pretty hot. I think she's in her 60s. She's pretty hot. Um, Raquel Welch is in her 70s. And look at her still to this day. She's still pretty good looking. I mean, she's definitely finally falling apart after all these years. Like Sophia Lorenz, I think she's like 80 probably now. But man, she was a hot old lady for a time, you know, but... I mean, there are your outliers in life, obviously, with anything else. I mean, I'm not going to go to a fucking bingo hall and try to pick up 90-year-old women because I think Sophia Loren's pretty. But, like, I I can see the attraction in some. As long as there's a few outliers, there's outliers in every situation in life, you know? But um, to only be interested in older people, I can get it. I mean, that's just, that's just your thing. That's your fetish, you know? You don't like young people. You want wrinkles or some shit. Maybe it's something... Like, maybe it feels like fucking sand from the beach going through your fingers as you're squeezing their fucking leather skin or some shit, you know? So I do get that one. And I do get this next one, too. Agomatophilia. That's the attraction to mannequins. Now, mannequins, they dress up perfectly. They got the perfect bodies, perfect boob size. Um, they're basically sex dolls, so I get it. I mean, people buy sex dolls all the time, and they fuck them. Why can't you drill a hole in the mannequin and fuck it, you know? It never talks back. You don't have to pay for it to eat. Um... They never complains, never has anything to say about anything. Just, you know, it's theirs. It's yours for the taking. It's a sex toy. So man mannequins, I'm going to scratch off the list of the weird one. I, th I think this one right here is definitely one that I can get behind and understand. Next one I do not get at all. Um, maybe a little bit. Uh, formicophilia. This one is a sexual pleasure from being crawled on by insects. Now, this one's weird, but I can get the sensation of, like, the little, uh, I, I guess like the little crawlers, like it may feel good to someone that has like hypersensitive skin. I don't, um, so I, I had a fucking, uh, millipede that one day I was telling a story in a joint podcast with my old lady that she fucking died about. And I was like throwing them all over the place. Had one crawling on me and I felt a little stickiness and I felt sick and I, I immediately knocked it off and I killed it. Now, some people may like that feeling. I, I guess it's how hypersensitive your skin is. Like I don't like being touched very much unless I see it coming or if I know the person. So like my daughter, my younger daughter, um, like I'll like do a thing with like, you do like the spider crawling with your finger. I'll do it like along the back of her neck and up her arm. And she loves that. She loves that feeling. So maybe some people are just more hypersensitive. I, I, I would hate if someone did that to me. You know, some people like being tickled. I get violent when I get tickled. I get fucking angry and pissed off. I might laugh for a second, but then the fists are going to start flying. 
I'm extremely sensitive, and my wife, she hates it. The nerdette fucking hates that shit, because, like, when we're getting, like, like a little frisky at night or whatever, sometimes she'll be, like, super soft, and I'll feel it, and I'll start laughing, and it's, it's super ticklish. Like, I am, like, extremely sensitive to the point where I hate being touched. That sucks. But um, some people may, may like that shit. Some people get off on it. So I do get it from that standpoint. We really like to be touched. The fact that they're insects, I don't get. I mean, why the fuck do you want insects touching you? They're dirty and disgusting. They can bite. Uh, they're disgusting. Uh, they, they shit and piss all over you, from what I hear, the second they land if they're a fly. Um, they bite. I, I, no, they carry diseases and shit. Some of them do. I just don't want to. No, couldn't, couldn't do it. This is another one that I get. This one is frauderism. The pleasure from rubbing against a non-consenting stranger. Now, this one I get 100%. And the reason why I get it is because some people are into that. Like, this is like voyeurism, like doing something forbidden, something that you're not supposed to do and getting away with it. So rubbing up against somebody and it's like, oh, I'm doing it. And they don't know I'm doing it or they know I'm doing it. They're not saying anything. You know, like I, I, I can see where someone who has that mindset, that mentality of just like being a fucking creeper, obviously would get off on this. Because it's like contact that's inadvertent, that's not supposed to happen. So you're you're tapping against somebody like, um, let's say if like you're on a bus, right, and it's packed, and some girl with a nice ass in front of you, and like you're, she's banging up against your crotch, and it's happening inadvertently. She's not doing it on purpose, but it's happening. You may get excited by that, or like you brush up against someone's boob, and it's like, oh man, look at that, you know, holy shit, that wasn't supposed to happen. Or like you touch somebody's hand by accident, you know, like you could feel that little jolt of electricity. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm describing the shit too well. People probably think I'm into this shit. I'm not. I'm really not. I, I, I hate being touched, like I said. I'm just I'm just trying to put myself in that mindset and get into, like, why someone would be into what they're into. And, and that's all I can come up with, really. I mean, I, I, I think it's just the forbiddenness of doing it all. And that's what makes people want to do it. So, it's weird. Another one. Um, uh, I don't know if I like this one. Ocula linked this. Linked this. It's called uh, Pleasure from Licking Eyeballs. I don't know how the hell you pull this off. I can't even put contacts in without my eye flickering like crazy, so I don't wear contacts. But, like, yeah, like, licking someone's eyeball. Like, why the fuck would you want to lick someone's eyeball? It's disgusting. It's, it's like, always wet. It's creepy, and it's weird, you know? Like, why would you want to lick someone's fucking eyeball? Or why would you want someone's saliva in your eyeball? I, I oh, man. Like, it's just so weird. Like, I, I don't even know how, how would you, like... Some women have really beautiful eyes. Like, there's this one who does the morning news, um, Nora O'Donnell. I, I think they said she wears contacts, but her eyes look absolutely stunning. Beautiful eyes, you know, and it makes up for the rest of it. But, no, she's not. She's, she, 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 she's, a, she's an attractive older lady. But, I mean, I like, but, like, I'm just saying, like, for eyes, you know, very nice eyes. I don't want to lick her eyes. Just got nice eyes. You got very nice eyes, young lady, you know. Just look at it that way. Who, who's the first person that licked an eyeball? I mean, like, you know what? This is how it happened, okay? So somebody was with somebody else, like, like a couple of friends, guy and a girl, two girls, two guys, who knows how to fuck, you know? I, I don't discriminate. But um, let's say, oh, shit, I got something in my eye. Like, hey, man, can you take a look at this? Can you blow up my eye? And the guy opens up his eye. You know, you can see a piece of hair in there. He tries to blow it out, but it won't go out. And the guy's like, dude, this fucking hurts. Hurry up and get it out. Let me try this. <laughs> and he sticks his tongue out and starts fucking making out with the guy's eye, and they both get off to it. And then, then it became a thing, you know? Hey, man, let me do you next, you know? I, I don't know. It's just fucking weird. Like, people will do anything, I guess. You know? Fucking strange. Uh, here's another one I've heard of. I, I don't get the eyeball thing, by the way. Uh, mechophilia. This one is the sexual interest in cars and machines. Uh, machines I get. Cars I don't get. And this is why. There is a machine called a Sibian that women will fuck 
and they do it on the Howard Stern show a lot. At least they used to. I don't know if they do it anymore. What that is, it's like a, it's it's like a horse thing. Like um, it's it's like they sit on a saddle and they ride back and forth on it. And I think there's a dildo involved in some of them, where the girl sits on it and just like moves around and they they supposedly have these like mind shattering orgasms. At least you do on Stern because you know they have to act out like they're, like like it's the greatest thing ever. They probably you know you know they overact just to get more attention and shit. Um. And these are all mostly for women, man. They got, like, those fucking, like, it looks like you're throwing straight jabs like a boxer, but it's a fucking dildo. Boom, 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 going in and out of them. And it's like a piston, you know, and they fucking use those. And they're they're all for women. What the fuck? When the fuck am I going to get a fucking vibrating fucking pocket vagina that gets moist and shit, you know? So, I mean, that'd be fucking cool, right? Women get everything. Jesus Christ. Fucking, no wonder why it's fucking so hard to get a chick at the bar when you're, like, a young man. You go to the bar and you're like, hey, baby, you want to take you out? And you go, no, fuck you. I got my Sibian at home, motherfucker. You got to go to CVS and pick up some batteries on the way home for that piece of shit, you know? Fucking, at least, at least you don't have to do that awkward, like, kick them out of the apartment when they're done with them. Or have some creepy guy know where they live or have to give a phone number out. It's already there. Fucking aim. But, yeah, that, that part I, I get. Because machines can get you off, I guess, apparently. I've never used one, but I'm sure they I'm sure they do. Uh, sexual interest in cars, though, I mean, I, I, I love driving my car. I like being in my car. I like the fact that I can go pick up items in my car and bring them home easily without, like, walking or paying for a cab. But I would never fuck it. There was a story of this one guy. I think it was, like, a Mustang he was working on or some shit. He fell in love with it. He loved everything about it. The exhaust would get him off, he, and he would fuck the exhaust. And they cut away from it. It was one of those weird things on, like, MTV years back. Or maybe not MTV, but one of those, like, like this is, like, real shit, like, real fetish things on TV, and the guy fucked it, and, yeah, he was, he fucked his own car, and he fucked a couple of cars, and he would fuck his neighbor's cars, he just wanted to fuck cars, and, yeah, I, I don't get it, it's weird, I don't understand how you can get any kind of sexual, you know, attraction to a car, it's a fucking car, man, it's metal, it doesn't do anything for you, it sits there, you know, I mean, like, I, I, I guess you only like them when they got junk in the trunk or the bigger, the, or the bigger, the trunk or whatever the fuck you want to say. I mean, does it matter if it's a two seater or a four seater or if it's one of those fucking economy vans or some shit? I mean, like what, what gets him off? Is, like, does he like black cars? Does he like white cars? Does he like green cars? Is he into that Martian car shit? I mean, what the fuck, dude? Uh, it's so strange. Well, there's another one called Samorophilia. This one is the arousal from seeing or staging disasters or violent accidents. So I guess like you see someone get mangled by a fucking train or like falling off a fucking cliff or some shit. Like all those people that were falling off the Grand Canyon this past year. They see them falling, just like just get dismembered and they get sexually aroused, you know? And it's weird. Now, I don't get it, but I can kind of see like... And I was 50% on that last one, um, by the way. Um, the cars are machines. I was 50% into it with machines and 50% not into it with cars. So there's, so there you go. I, I, I see some of it, but not all of it. This other one, I don't understand it at all. I mean, if I see something horrible happen to somebody, my dick shrinks up into my stomach because it's like you, you see something horrible happen. Like if I someone get dismembered by ISIS on a fucking YouTube video or some shit, I'm not going to sit there and like jerk off to it. That's just weird. I mean, that's borderline necrophilia. But I guess it also borderline other things, too. Like, if someone gets gets to a car accident or some shit, and they're, like, wrecked, and, like, their fucking hand reaches out for someone to pull them out, and they blow up at the last second. I wonder if that falls under the category. I guess this one's just too broad to even attack, because there's so many different things, like accidents and disasters. I mean, like, do you... I mean, 
if you see like a six car pile up on the highway, do you like pull over and jerk off? I mean, what the fuck? Do you twiddle your twaddle? Is that what happens? It's just strange. I, I don't get this one at all. Um, the only thing I, I can understand is like, maybe like it gets their adrenaline pumping and that in turn makes them feel like they're, they got something going on downstairs. I don't know. It's just weird. I don't get it overall. I'm not going to sign off on that one. I think it's weird. Uh, here's, um, psychrophilia. This one is the arousal from freezing temperatures or objects or watching something freeze. Maybe being frozen, I could see. So maybe I could see half and half on this one. I don't understand, uh, watching something freeze to me. That's boring. Um, do you actually remember the moment where you see water freeze if you're just watching it or does it just kind of happen? You don't like see one moment where it is and one moment it's not, um, or anything freeze. Like if you see someone shaking and shaking, I guess if they got huge tits, if it's a chick with huge tits and she's shaking, like, like, like frostbitten almost, you can see the titties jiggling. I, I don't know. It's just weird. I, I, I mean, may, maybe that's what they see when they're doing it, but, um, yeah, I don't get aroused by watching people cold or anything like that. Maybe, maybe if you're being cold, but then again, it's like, I mean, freezing temperatures. How cold are we talking? Like freezing, like, like, like you're going to die if you stay in this thing for too long, this cryo chamber. No, because when it's cold, you, you would think it would shrink up in you. So, I mean, yeah, I, I don't get the science behind how that works. I'm not signing off on this one. I think it's too weird. Uh, two more to go, ladies and gentlemen. This podcast is going pretty darn good and long. I mean, it's going pretty long. So, yeah, 33 minutes now we're at. So, I'm going I'm to close this one out. i got two more. Celerophilia. Uh, this one is the arousal for making things dirty. Now, I see this one 1 million percent. I can sign off on this one. Because, like, mud wrestling, you see, like, like, like if you put um, Becky Lynch and Mickey James or, Mickey, or, or, or Alexa Bliss, you put them in a three-way mud wrestling match, I'm fucking watching that shit. Hell the fuck, yeah. Something about seeing, like, women getting dirty, to me, it, it's sexy. It's not, like, something that I uh, look out for. If I see it on TV, yes, but if I have to lay down with it, no. So I, I can see the attraction if you're watching it. So like if you're watching mud wrestling or something like that on TV, like jello wrestling, you're like, oh man, this is hot. But would you really want to sleep with a girl that's got jello or dirt all over? Probably not. At least me, because I'm a clean freak. I shower every day. Um, I only skip one, one day when I'm off just because I don't feel like doing shit. by one day to just be nasty. But then I shower, you know, repeatedly throughout the week. So it's like I'm very clean. I brush my teeth all the time and shit like that. So I don't really want someone being muddy all up on me. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's 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 gross, but it's hot at the same time, you know. There, there's actually a picture of a very attractive woman who's got mud all over in this picture, and I'm like, wow, that's pretty pretty decent, you know. I, I can see that one. I, I can sign off on it. My last one's a doozy. Uh, it's called avisodomy. It's the interest in sexual intercourse with poultry. So it's basically stuffing the turkey. Um, yeah, to, to put it mildly. People don't want to fuck poultry, so I mean, I I guess from an aesthetic stand, standpoint, like you can see how it would work, because if you ever went and bought like a rotisserie chicken, the legs are already folded. <laughs> I'm trying to rationalize fucking a piece of chicken. <laughs> what the fuck has this podcast become, dude? So yeah, I mean, the legs are already folded up nice and neat. It's got a nice big hole for you to poke, and there's no mouth to it. There's no head for you to look at, so it's already ripe for the picking. It's got two nice breasts, and you could eat it afterwards. I mean, what the fuck, dude? Why the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. What the fuck is wrong? I'm, no, I'm not signing off on this shit, man. I'm fucking leaving it like that. 
people are fucking weird, dude. There's probably someone out there who just fucking goes like, it's probably some guy you work at the supermarket local. And you're like, oh, there's fucking Eddie again. He's buying all the fucking chickens up. I wonder what he's doing tonight. You know, he's got a little bottle of champagne to go with it. You know, well, I wonder if it's better warm or cold. That, that's that, that's the question. Or like, do you put it in the microwave first? Do you warm it up? Do you wait for it's like room temperature before you start poking the shit out of it? Oh my god. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I sure as fuck did. This is my favorite, personal favorite solo podcast that I did. Now, I'm going to attack something like this at least once a week because it's funny to me, man. I fucking enjoy talking about this shit. I think I have a little decent bit of knowledge, you know, just like, go, you know, like not like a, like I'm not a fucking expert on any of this shit, but I do have a little bit that I could talk about, and I think I could talk about it pretty decently. So I, I, I appreciate you guys listening to this fetish podcast. We will be doing two podcasts this weekend, me and the old lady, so you're going to get four this week as promised. We are going to be doing the Ted Bundy review, the Zac Efron um, uh, Ted Bundy movie that just came out on Netflix. So do your homework and watch it or watch it again before we you know, put the podcast out. We're going to do a review of that. And we are going to do another one about TV reboots. And we're going to go into that again because we enjoy the first one and there's a lot more to go. So um, any questions, comments, or concerns, um, you can uh, go on um, Twitter. It's at Voices of Misery. And you can send us an email uh, at Voices of Misery Podcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, this was a good podcast. I enjoyed this one. I hope you uh, enjoyed it as well. So please send us some questions for the podcast. You know exactly what's going on. Um, if you got questions about Ted Bundy or anything you want us to read on the air about the Ted Bundy show or movie on you know, Netflix or anything about any shows you want us to cover, please send it in. We'll answer any question, no matter what it is. Um, yeah, and keep the reviews going. Um, so yeah, one more from 200, ladies and gentlemen. So we should be there today, hopefully, or maybe tomorrow. Who knows? Who knows what the hell's happening, man? Um, but yeah. Keep them coming, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Later.